And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. That's right. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Uh, we're going to get into the Bachelorette. We, we have a special investigation yeah. that we're going to launch. Right reasons reports. Exactly. Uh. They've changed the rules of the Bachelorette. We've got weird watches this week. I don't even know what's going on with the Bachelorette. Uh. I showed, let me do a little tease. I okay. showed Juliette a 90-second clip of Naked and Afraid XL right before recording this podcast. She said twice, I feel physically uncomfortable. <laughs> she stepped away from the monitor and like and was just like, oh, I'm going to watch that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when's, when's it debut? <laughs> yes. It really blew me away. We're going to get into that. But um, something disconcerting just happened moments before we recorded this podcast. Yes, we love coffee. We and love it. And we're going to taste test coffee, actually iced coffees, on the Food News Podcast, coming which comes to you out on Monday. 15-minute pod. It's only 15 minutes. Just listen to it. It's great. And... uh before the podcast, uh, I like to use PEDs. I like to use caffeine. And I went to get some coffee. So we went to, went to Starbucks. We work at LA Live, which is a big plaza, but there's a lot of conventions. What kind of conventions in town this week? Um, an anime expo, the anime expo, with like a lot of young teens and like 20 somethings dressed yes. up as like anime characters. They're not just mildly dressed up like anime characters. Do you know what I mean? Like they are going full bore, planned for six months, props, wigs outfits there's this chicken starbucks had wings on there yeah. was black feathers all over them this other chick was wearing a girdle and her friends were girdling her up very <laughs> those are also called corsets very elaborate uh, wigs going on all right girl yeah. go with it yeah it and they're taking lot. lots of pictures and me we were taking pictures of them being a bad person like it was like oh i'm gonna periscope this look how like crazy these people look and so i started pointing my phone you know my phone at them i felt a little bad about it so i stopped it was just a five second thing I order my latte. Jack is is making it. Shout and out to Jack. This song comes on. Juliet. I turn the radio on. This is what Juliet is doing. I love this song. Keep Stay going. By keep, Lisa going. Loeb. keep going. So she's singing it like full away. bore. Keep going. I'll talk over you. No, full fine. bore in the Starbucks. Juliet's singing this, and there's a table of people. Dying. Little Today girls, she was born, like probably yeah. twenty year old girls. Dressed up as anime characters, right? They're full head to toe anime character costumes, and then one of them starts pointing at Juliet, like, look at that idiot. I'm also wearing one of my best dresses today. It's a good dress. It's like, a, it's like an A dress. Like, I, yeah. And I just really like the song, and they start pointing they at start me, point- and they took a picture. They snuck and took a picture. <laughs> They want to capture the moment of this person making a fool of themselves in Starbucks, and there are a table of people dressed up as cartoon characters. Don't they know how important the Reality Bite soundtrack is? This song is on it. That's how I came to love it. Ugh, oh, so good. See how you brought us full circle right back into reality? Reality! Shoot! All right. Let's get into that. That's my embarrassing story of the day. That was a good one. We got but it out You know early. what? I'm not nearly as embarrassed as Caitlin was this Only week. you can alienate yourself amongst the alienated. <laughs> That's really just that, that's mean. That's a mean thing for you to say. Well, second one of the day. You know who else has been quite mean? Been got, getting harsh treatment. Caitlin. Oh, good job, host. Thank you. Um, this was a un last week's episode of The Bachelorette we thought was like unprecedented, but I would argue this was even more wacky and this wild. This one, it took me like a watch and a half to really understand how good it was because nothing happened. Like we were talking today, we're like, what dates happened? Like what was it? But it really, it's just you, there's one part that really sticks out. And it happened at the end, and in a conversation between... Caitlin and Chris Harrison. Joe, hit the clip. Screw up. And the way I feel is, where do you go from there? That's a sign of your character. Let's just tailor this to your experience now. Pause! Yeah. 
let's, let's tailor, tailor this, this to your experience. To your, keep okay. that in mind. And, and, and also keep in mind that her experience has been having sex with dudes. All right, moving forward. <laughs> so now it's going. You have already had off-camera time with some of these men. Sex. Off-camera time. I think it's important to get some of these other relationships up to speed. You gotta have sex with more guys. And to do that, I think you need off-camera time to really get to know them. She broke the rules! That's what these exotic dates are all about. Exotic dates? So this weekend, they're down to three guys. That's okay. what these. Ex- oh my god! Do you know what this is like? This is like when they try to introduce a new basketball in the NBA, and halfway through they're like, "This is we get no like this no, no, didn't no, no, work." No, 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 like, no, we no, no. Change the rules. No, no, no. Um, there's just like so much I want to dig into here. First, let's talk about some of the phraseology. We have off-camera time, mm-hmm. exotic dates, tailor to your experience, tailor to your experience, and relationships up to speed. Like they could not. It's like almost a parody of itself. Like if you were like doing like a Saturday Night Live skit about yes. the par- like the Bachelorette, like exotic date is like something you would say. He, say, he says that's what these exotic dates yeah. are about. Right, getting everybody off up camera- to speed and off camera time. time. So it's almost like they're encouraging her to have more sex, which yes. is fine. Exotic is, away. exotic is an interesting word. Like it's like oh no, she's 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 not a stripper. She's an exotic dancer. Like say, when you yeah. hear exotic, duh, yeah, you don't think exotic <laughs> yeah. date. Yeah, you think yeah, exotic yeah, dancer. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So. That's an interesting use of the term. And then this is usually it goes like they go to a bunch of countries, then they do hometowns, then they have the quote unquote exotic dates. Exactly. There's usually four hometown dates, which is four domestic locations, and then from there they will fly to one final sort of spot where it all where the the, the engagement launch pad is that they get engaged. Right. So there's two ways of reading this. One, or at least to me, there's two. two. There's oh, two ways. I've got about two fifty-five. Ways. No, there's two. There's to me two most likely theories. One is, and I thought this for a while, the Bachelorette has a much lower budget than the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. They've only been in two countries, America and in Ireland. Ireland. I yeah. want you to know that Ireland is like a you know a recession, and it's like also a corporate tax haven. Ireland it's, probably paid the Bachelorette yeah. to have them go there They're because like, they need people to go there yeah, to spend like, money. We need we need your money, and we need more money. So make us look also, good. Also, both Juliet and I have been to Ireland. It is an excellent it. place to go. You <laughs> should go there. It's, it's, Excellent. They've got great weather too. When I was there, it was like very cloudy yes. and I still loved it. They got more, so they probably the most sun Ireland got all of 2015. I was wondering that myself. They must have like had a couple rain days. There's a reason that island is so green. Yeah, because of the rain. Yes. It's also, it's like, you know, it's cold and damp. It's just gorgeous there. It's, yeah. It's I like, love it. And the people are lush. nice and they speak English. They speak English. They've got a lot of beer. It's a great place. Oh, there's yeah. a lot, lot of tea. I love tea. Anyway, huh. I love a tea party. Anyway, um, I think that maybe they're like, okay, we're not spending so much money on like another country or four hometowns. Like Caitlin has to go to four places. Nah, let's have the exotic dates wherever they're going to be. And then uh, we'll do the hometowns. Only two of them. Do you think that this was planned all along? Um, I don't know. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I mean, every if you're a producer of the show, you want to tailor the experience. Not to Caitlin, but you want to tailor it to create the most drama. Right. And I honestly think, and I, I'm being dead serious okay. about this. That the producers want her to sleep with three dudes and like want that to be like a storyline. You know what I mean? Interesting. It's juicy. Like the idea that she's like the the mid season coy's confirmation. It's juicy. It's really juicy. Also, like changing of the rules. Like one thing they've done all season long is they've deviated from the format we've come to expect. It, it, first of all, 
shout to them because yeah. I think that the way that they format the show, they used to have this very cookie cutter rose ceremony at the end, you know, someone in the limo talking about how they're never going to find love and then, and then the next time on. But they've just, they've basically said like, we want each two hours to have a beginning, a middle and a cliffhanger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they've done a really good job of giving you like just enough of the big event of the episode and then cutting it halfway. So you have to watch the next week. Like with Ian, for example. Totally. Totally. Um, so this, this would kind of go as part of that, changing up the format, which is smart. But the way that Chris Harrison phrased it, it really seemed like they were like changing the rules for her because she's had too much, quote-unquote, off-camera, off-camera time with Sean and Nick. And what he means by off-camera time with Sean and she Nick... She boned them. She means sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, Chris Harrison, basically, you know how like uh, if you're getting fired or something, there's a certain way that people will put it just to like kind of be gentle about it. Sure. But the subtext, is, the subtext is you're fired. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're separated from employment. It's like, no, you're fired. And then the subtext of Chris Harrison's little like speech to her was, you f- too many guys. <laughs> we had to change the show because you f- too many guys. So, so it's wild. That's so. That's the second theory is that they changed the rules for her, and I, yeah. it seems like it seems like that's what's happened here. It really does. But Beca- the, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, but they. She's had a intent. The camera time, off camera time that she's had with these guys. Who's on that list, Juliet? Well, it's really up for debate. The three that we know of are. Nick, of course, Corey's mm-hmm. confirmation. Yep. Sean, he told us last week, which we'll come back to. Yes. And now we find out Ben, ben H. H. So there's this idea that, like, I mean, up until this episode with the Sean thing, it was like there was he's he's mentioned he's mentioned a lot. There, there was this idea. There was this long time that they spent together. Yeah. But I got some conflicting information, which we should probably launch an investigation into. Dun dun dun! Here we go into a very special "The Right Reason" reports. This is investigate. We did some investigating because yeah. there was there was some confusing facts out there. So let's just display the facts before Here's, we start you right. know, mucking it up with our ideas and opinions. The central question is what? How much time did Sean and Caitlin spend together? Yes. Where was it? And what happened? And yes, because you will find that it's very unclear. Very unclear. Yeah, yes, this is like in terms of off-camera time together. This is the JFK assassination of off-camera time. <laughs> This is kind of like a Watergate investigation. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what happened on those tapes? Chicken you know? or egg? Who knows? <laughs> um, okay, so let's go with a clip from last week first, mm-hmm. where we first find out this is kind of the root cause of why Sean is so upset. Yes. Clip, Joe. Do you not know what we have? Like, I, it's insane. Of course, it's because I love the girl. She so came to my room when we stayed for like six or seven hours on my bed. We didn't even sleep. I was with her all night. She said, you're it. She said, you're the one. I don't know if I, I can't get through this thing. I can't through this. Oh, and then what? And then we get to the fancy switch. She bangs two other dudes. Okay. So let's just establish some facts that he said there. He said that she came to my room. To my room. We were together for six or seven hours. Didn't even sleep. Didn't even sleep. And she said. I was the one. And at this point, while I'm watching this episode... What do I believe happened? That, sh- that she went to his room. They spent six or seven <laughs> hours together. They didn't sleep, and she told him he was the one. And I think last- why would I believe anything else? Right. And last week we did some uh, close reading. We unpacked this, mm-hmm. and we came to the conclusion that there might have been some blowjobs involved. Oh no, I'm almost positive right. that there was a blowjob involved. Okay, so and, th- and my wife, my wife is the first one to call it. She was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, she gave that guy head." Okay. So let's just throw that out. I there. also want to give you. I never until when we just listened to it because I watched the show. I uh-huh. never closed my eyes. Um, 
when you just listen to it, he is pretty slammer. He's obviously drunk. Yeah. Also, when you go, when you do go back and watch it, they're in the Guinness uh, factory. And again. It's yeah. the end of the day. They've been drinking for a while. And they've probably been a long shoot day, so it might be two in the morning for right. all we know. And like, you know when you get, when you're really drunk, like you're, you don't look like a complete mess, but you're kind of like, your your appearance is a little bit messier. Don't know anything about that. Okay, well. You never had that experience. <laughs> Well, that's what Sean looks like. But when you listen, he's obviously slurring his words. Like, that's, you know, that's what's happening. Okay. So that's from last week's episode. This week, this whole, this six or seven hours off-camera time comes up again. Mm -hmm. And Sean mentions it again. Let's hear what he says this week. Let's hear what he says. He came down to my room in Texas. My room. And we talked off-camera. You know, he said some things to me that made things very difficult. Mm. When you just listen to that one, you get a different idea, too. So, again, he said off-camera time, yep. my room, Yep. and they had like some kind and of conversation. And he said some things. Right. Yep. And uh, this is this is the second night in a row that he has gone to Caitlin's room, and it, 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 you, you can't, it won't translate because it's a visual thing, but when she finds out he's coming to her room, she's in the middle of doing an interview, and she just, like, gives the deepest side eye I've ever seen. She rolls her eyes into, like, just, like, such angry side eye. It's amazing. He's... We'll get we'll get to it. Let's just stay with the investigation at hand. Sure. Okay? Let's stay with the investigation at hand, Julia. I don't want to okay. get off topic. So, so far, the night in question in Texas yes. just involves two people, as far as we know. Caitlin. Why would we think anything else? And Sean. His room. You went to my room. My room. And we, we didn't sleep. You we came spent to six see hours me. together. You said some things. Six or seven. Could have been more. Who knows? It sounded like a, it sounded like a really meaningful night. Absolutely. And then we get this new information, courtesy of a very composed and very mature Ben H. I mean, I was extremely excited to see you walk through that door. It's always good to see you. And I went on, and we had a great time. We? And I think you came down with the best intentions, and I have no doubt about that. What happened was, you know, I get up, and it's time to go to the airport, and I shower, and I come back in the room, and I feel like the vibe is different. Something happened when I was gone in the shower. Um, and I didn't know exactly what. And I knew Sean was happier. Of course he was. And him and I have not talked about it since. Um, I haven't brought it up to anybody. Something's happened. Mm-hmm. Great, that. Caitlin. And I know that here. he has talked to you about it. Sorry, I'm just... What? Okay, sorry. So something in this week happened. What? Okay, so... I know that something was said that night that gave him some kind of validation. validation. Something was said that gave him some kind of validation. Are you sure it was was said? The only way... Wait, one thing that didn't come across in the clip is that he says you came to my room. Came to our Our room. room. So he was sharing a room with Came down to our room. Yeah, we were happy to see you walk in. The only way that all of those three clips that no one can be sort of bending the truth is if Ben H. took a seven-hour shower. Seven shower. That's the only thing that checks all the boxes. <laughs> it was a seven-hour shower, during which they didn't sleep and they had alone time together. 
It's an extremely long shower, an extreme waste of water. Especially in a hotel. I know, you know it's what not I mean? fair. You're going to run up their water bill. Yeah, it's, it's a seven-hour shower. It's just really wasteful. It doesn't make any sense at all. How much cleaner are you going to get after a half-an-hour shower? And also, like, like, you know when your hands are like, yeah, like get all pruny? Yeah, yeah there's got to there's gotta be some negative implications on your skin also, right there. really bad if your hair really dries How do you even out? just not eat for seven hours? That's a really good point. It's a long shower, well, man. On Seinfeld, the... Kramer used to eat in the shower, so maybe Ben H. was inspired. Perhaps. Who knows? Who knows what happened there? Um, it just doesn't add up. None of it adds up. I just don't I just don't get it. And so throw do you have any theories? I mean, I, I can throw one at you, but like what like how do we make sense of this? I'd love to hear your theory, because I think you know my theory. Um, one of my theories is that perhaps everyone was very drunk and they lost track of time. What what do you mean lost I just, <sighs> I don't know, six hours is really long. Like, sometimes six hours will be my entire work day. Like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, okay. So here's one thing I'm thinking. Okay. That, the night in question, if you watch the whole thing, and we don't want to play the whole episode, but the night in question, that when, they, when she went down to my room or our room, depending who you ask, maybe Ben H. was just, like, subletting half of his hotel room or something? Think, who knows? And, like, you would think maybe it's like they have a suite and they, they share, but, like, no, we see how this is set up. It's, like, multiple people in a room. In a room. We've, yes. It's a double-bed hotel room. We've yeah. all been in one of those. And when she goes down there, it was, like, the reintroduction of Nick Knight, right? I believe something like that because Ben H. was upset and so was Sean. So she's doing a little bit of damage control in Texas. I think what happened was it was a rose ceremony. What we, Ben says this that they he'd had a great date. Sean, both he and Sean are feeling great, and then at the rose ceremony, neither of them got a date right away. Okay, so there's some reason that they were both upset. So yeah. she's making a trip. You know, it like, might have been because Nick got the group date rose. Think, yeah, something like happened. that. Yeah, something like that. So she's this is her like okay, I gave Nick the rose. Let me just like ah, these guys are a little upset. Let me go down there just to validate them a little bit. Yeah. you know what I mean. I have a question for you. Okay. Is it off the table that they had a threesome? No. It's not off the table. <laughs> no. It's not off the table. Maybe what happened was they had a threesome for six hours. He went to go shower. I would take a shower after a threesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and then he comes back like, oh, the vibe has changed. What happened? Oh, no, welcome here Are you anymore. guys doing this without me? Um, only thing is, Caitlin seems to really have a strong control over both Nick and Sean. Like, mm. I get the impression that maybe she's a wonderful hookup. Oh, and- that is not lost on me. <laughs> At- all. And so Ben was a little too composed and like a little too together in his sit down that I just don't feel they've hooked up that yet. That he hasn't because he gotten hasn't the gold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a demeaning conversation of Caitlyn? I don't no, know. No, I love Caitlyn. I think she's been a great bachelorette. You no, know, like, is it, is it like, is, am I a bad woman for just saying it seems like she's great in bed? Like, mm-hmm. You know the answer is no. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Right? I'm no. not sure. I, don't, I, mean, I, I su- think you're a great woman, Julia. Thank you. Yeah, I, su- yeah. I support Caitlin. I do too. And again, like, I want to be very clear. Like, like, I think we might make light of the fact that she hooks up with these guys, but I love the fact that she hooks yeah. up with these guys. That's what you should be doing. You're you're trying to find a husband. You're dating 20 dudes sure. at once. Like, sure. why hold back? Also, like, how, yeah, I mean, like, she, she's seven weeks into knowing them at this point. Like, yeah. It's like a long time. Hook up. Go for it. If you're romantically involved with somebody, express that physically. Why not? Yeah, of course. So total, So a, a major upshot for me here is that I liked Ben H. based on his appearance alone, mm-hmm. and now I love Ben H. I feel like he handled that conversation so well. Really well. He wasn't jealous. He wasn't, like, needy. He was just, like, acknowledging the situation. I know what's up. I'm going to be honest with you. And, like, let's talk about it. it. He was, uh, he was like, straightforward. Yeah. And he was very efficient with he his was, word he selections. Was yeah, he, he was He was firm, firm. And he was also, like... Observant. He was like, I walked back in the room and I knew something had changed. Like, we haven't spoken about it, but like, look, 
I'm no fool. Right. You know what I mean? Like, also, I, I like that tell. we haven't spoken about it because it kind of like he didn't want her to think that they were talking about her exactly. or what happened. Exactly. Like, there was no codes broken, you and know? If you are Caitlyn the whole time, she's thinking, oh my God, he knows I f Nick. Like, yeah. she's, that's what she's thinking. She's like, oh my God, he knows about Nick. He knows about Nick. He knows about Nick. That's why at the end she's like, so um, what, uh, you're sorry, saying what, something sorry? happened this week, what? Right. And then he's like, oh, I just mean about that thing. And she's like, oh, thank and God. Huge yeah, yeah. sigh of relief. I also thought she seemed so nervous that maybe something else would come out. I mean, like, because we think that she, like, she hooked up with. Uh, Filated. She potentially fellated uh, Sean B. I was wondering if like, she's like too many things to keep track of. Yeah, one's, exactly. One's the other, other shoe going to drop, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it just, it, it was, you know, it was a, she's falling apart, man. I I, I like it though. Like it's I really real. like it. And, it's, I, and you know, I really think that she is a good hookup. Like I think be. like she's got Sean and Nick wrapped around her fingers. And here's what's gonna happen. We all know it's gonna end up being Ben H, Sean and Nick, and they're all gonna have overnights. And this Ben H, this composed, like mature, observant, intelligent man is gonna go completely immature gaga, and we're gonna know that she's got the pussy power. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna know that about her. Sean B is crumbling. He was like a laid like a laid back, like strong, cool, strong deep dude. voice guy deep voice guy. And I, I mean like there is something endearing about his vulnerability, but not that endearing. Like <laughs> give me Ben H. That's a good question. I just have for you on behalf of all men in the yeah. world. Like there is there does that vulnerability sort of like sensitivity thing. It's like it's a it's a double edged sword. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like it's like how much is too much? This is Sean's this is Sean's fatal flaw. One night would have been great. Like that's the move on the Bachelorette. Like let me let mm -hmm. me like let me tell you how I feel. Like come to you, like just for on this one evening, and like that will put us down the right path. Leave it at that, Sean. Like then use the other time that you're supposed to. Two nights in a row is like a little. It's like a little bit much. It's like you know, let I, let her live. Here's She's what I on the show. I think these men have nothing else to fill their time with or sure. to even think about. Oh, like sure. right now, it's probably like the Clippers and Spurs series. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm, like they're never just like, oh, I wonder what's going on in the world outside yeah. of this. I think he just thinks about Caitlyn all the time. Totally. So he's either going to lie in his bed and think about Caitlyn all the time or go talk to her, but he doesn't know that there is diminishing returns to like the secret visit. Right. And also... Like, he says he's, like, in love with her. And, like, if you do feel that strongly about someone and it's, like, new and it's fast, it's disorienting. Yes. And, like, you feel crazy. Yes. So, like... Especially when, you know... When you are in an... She has the power. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're, like, living in, like, a crazy fishbowl. Like, I yeah. understand how Sean B. got here, but I, then I also understand Caitlin's response. And, I mean, I still like Sean B. And, but. Now, it, this was the first time, in my experience... No, not the first time, but this was, like, a very clear example of someone sort of like getting too into the bachelor the bachelorette to the point where they were kind of like eh let's listen to that clip if joe has it yes let's please kind of need to so i think we just kind of need to take a step back oh. decide if this is something we can get back to and you have to know that other things are going to happen, and other dates are going to happen, and other relationships are going to happen. I really think there's a bump in the road. Oh, my God. Good I feel response. so bad for him, though. Well, good response. No. no. It's just a bump in the road. No, I don't like that response. Really? He's, I don't, I don't, you never want to be in a position where you're, like, convincing the other party that it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you never want to be like, this is just a bump in the road. We're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. I promise it's going to be okay. I know. It's just a bump in the road. Don't worry. I'll change. Like, you don't want to be like that. I feel bad for Sean B now. I know you do. Ugh. But you've moved on to Ben H. I've moved on to Ben H. I love, I, I just love how he handled himself. He handled himself really well. 
But and he's he, not winning. No, he's going to be a great bachelor. I think he's going to be the bachelor. Me too. He's good. He's, he checks a lot of bachelor We said boxes. it weeks ago. He's really handsome. Really handsome. He, he's a, he's articulate. He's a good speaker because you're learning during Caitlyn. I, again, like, I don't want a Caitlyn bash. Like, I think she's really fun. I think she's one of my favorite bachelorettes mm-hmm. in a long time. But she's just not – when she has to deliver the lines and standing in front of the group, she's just not that good she at crumbles, it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's good. Like, you know, it's like, guess what? I'm the bachelorette. I don't need to be like an orator. Right. You know what I mean? But like Ben H has that has that, you know, ability. He's very handsome. He's. I feel like you can just also project a lot onto him because he's kind of like down the down the middle yes. in a lot of categories. But Chris Souls was the same way. But, but Chris as Soles we got didn't to know speak. him, yeah, as we got to know him, we're like, oh, this guy hasn't said anything like meaningful like the entire season. Chris Souls, even when he n- neither as a contestant or as the Bachelor, never had as much poise as Ben H. Like to like sit down with someone. Like he didn't handle the Brit situation very well. No. So I I'm excited about Ben H. I think he's gonna be great. Only thing is he's 26. I think that's fine. Okay. Like, people used to be on their eighth year of marriage when they were 26, and it wasn't so. even that long ago. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, Sean's stock has just plummeted. Like, it's just, it's Are unreal. you out on Sean? I'm not out on Sean. If you had to power rank the men on this season. Right now? Right now. I'm really into Ben H. Here's the thing, Juliet. I know you power rank everything in your life. I know that's how you do things. So, like, just give me <laughs> give me the top four from the from, the, from this. Oh season. my god, there's just like no one beyond. There's only there's one, give two, and that's it. And then, then tied for third, everyone else. Number one is Ben. Number two, Sean. You're so did, did that? When did that flip? Two weeks ago. Um, no, I really liked how Ben handled himself this week with that sit down. Thought that was classy. That really won me over. Okay, if you're Sean. Like if, just the idea that Caitlyn's like, I think we need to take a step back. What's happening is she's annoyed by him. Yeah. She's annoyed he's too needy. by he's putting so much pressure on like an already pressurized situation that she can't feel like, oh, I can I can hold this guy's hand on a group date or I can go on a date over here and make out with this guy because Sean's gonna get mad. And like I think that in her consciousness is this like Sean on her shoulder, yeah. sort of like observing her and judging her, and like that's no way to live as the bachelorette. You wanna have sex with everybody. Right. You just wanna just wanna be free. Yeah. You want, like, Chill out, Sean B. One thing that I did like about this episode is there wasn't that much Nick. I just find him so creepy. I don't I don't like him. He's not a likable reality television show character. And he's taken a new tactic now where he's been posting these photos of himself, like modeling pictures, basically. He's where, in great shape. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. He's entered the Ryan Reynolds zone, which is kind of slender guy, mm-hmm. good build, like, you know, sort of like a medium... Um, What's that called? Stature? Sure. Physique? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Body type? Medium build or whatever. Yeah. And he's, like, overdone it. It's like, well, he might be having too much of his own, like, PEDs or something. And, like, he's, like, so ripped. And I just feel like a more na- – that's not his natural look, and it's very it's obvious. Not. And I would prefer him to just go with his natural body instead of trying to look like – I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, like, sometimes you can, like, get too low on the body fat percentage yeah. where it just doesn't, like, feel right totally. anymore. You start to look like a little alien. Like, like Nick, I know that's not how you're supposed to look, and there's yeah. no way for you to maintain that. So, like, just and be healthier. There's also, like, something about – It's so vain. Too. Obviously super flattering angles and poses. Yeah. Like, you can tell that, like, it's once like, – yeah, we all know how to hold the yeah, camera up high. Yeah, yeah. Like, I too once... target tall people to take yeah. pictures of me. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, what, ooh, that's why people ask me, isn't it? And then once, and once every time you can tell, like once he hears the sound of the camera click and the phone, he's like, oh, oh god, oh, okay, we're doing another one. Also, his, <laughs> in the one today, his jeans are like unbuttoned such that you could like see his like his like boxer briefs or whatever. And it's just like that's not. That's not. It's not. It's just like it's not an organic way to wear clothing. Right. I'm never wearing my jeans with like three buttons unbuttoned walking around the house. It's also this is a really poor strategy when everyone's questioning 
um, like your intentions on the show right now. Yeah. Like it's like he's building him up to be even more of a villain. Here's the thing: is like we've been talking about these pictures for probably ninety seconds, and we haven't even mentioned the creepiest part about them. That they're not actual selfies. They're not selfies. Someone's taking them for who's him. taking the pictures? Like if one of my best friends was like, "Hey man, I just got off this reality show. Like I got a little heat right now on IG. Take a picture of me with my shirt off, my pants unbuttoned." I would just laugh and be like, "Who are you? I know. What happened to my friend?" Unless he has like some kind of really elaborate contraption, which might be even more pathetic. Oh, like it's a, oh my God, like a timer set yeah. to like a, a selfie stick tripod thing? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. That's even nerdier than seeing Lisa Loeb and in in getting made fun of by cosplayers. Listen, Lisa Loeb is talented and Stay is an iconic song of the 90s and I'm not embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I'm ju- I, sorry that I just felt the music. I, it's kind of like Taylor Swift said when Shake It Off. What? Forget it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Just citing Taylor Swift to defend yourself yeah, against man. cosplay to teenagers. That's what Taylor would do. Um. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's, let's move, move on. on to JJ. Okay. Because JJ, he got he was on two on one date this week. <clears throat> we all know that from the early on the JJ and Clint thing that he's kind of like he's being an exaggerated character because he wants screen time. And I don't think that he, I think he's realized at this point, he's not winning that he's not winning. And I also think that he realized that when he started this like fake thing with Clint side note, what do you think all the other guys think about Sean B like as he's like breaking down and like has to go to Caitlin's room every night. And like when Joe came back from the date, like he couldn't sit there and listen to how it was. Like that's when he got up. Yeah. He was wearing a great outfit. Do you notice it? Sean. No. He was wearing like a, a maroon Henley and jeans. He, he looks, he's got a great body too. Like yeah. here's the thing. It looks natural. Henleys, Henleys are hard to pull off. Unless you've got a good body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. As a dude who doesn't have a good body, guess what he do- else he doesn't have? <laughs> Henleys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, um, so, so JJ, JJ, he's going for screen time, and I, I think I think I think that people are pretty have a pretty good idea of where they rank in the in the Crystal Bristow, Caitlin Bristow power rankings. Like it's like Tanner made light of it, yeah. And I think you know Cupcake, who knows what his deal is, but JJ, I think JJ knows that he's not going there, so he's he's just kind of like making a splash, yeah. and he decided to make a splash by doing what, Juliet? So he goes on the two on one. It's Caitlin. Joe and JJ at the Cliffs of Moore. Yep, beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous. When I went there, it was insanely windy. They had a better day than I. And um, he was like, "This has been the most important. This is the most important day of my recent life." Now keep in mind, he has a child, a child, a two-year-old child. So depending, unless by recent, recent does he mean, does recent. mean a week? Yeah, like you. If, well, when, when you say my recent life, how? What sort of what? You know, I'm 37, so I would be like in my 30s. Probably. I was gonna say like since college, like the last like, like adult, like after that chapter, like yeah. it's basically this this chapter of my calling, life. My recent yeah. life would be my Los Angeles experience, yeah. probably. Yeah. Okay. So that's over two years. Four years. Yeah. So yeah. You've, and you've had a child in that time. Yes. So. <laughs> but obviously, the most important thing in my recent life is this Sean podcast. B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Sean B. Breaking down. Yeah. Um. And so that was like just offensive. And then that that kind of made me feel like they just shouldn't have parents on the show because there's almost no way to play it right. Like you're either there too long or you're exposing your kid to the cameras. Yeah. Or like it's just not. I I don't know. Like I would never. Well, I, we both remember Emily Maynard had a kid yeah. and did Juan Pablo. Yeah. They, I think and if, Jason Mesnick had a kid. You can, it can work for you, I think. I don't know, but like, I wouldn't. I'm not against dating a parent, someone with a kid, but I don't want them leaving their kid to go on a stupid reality show. That's fair. Like, it doesn't, like, doesn't speak well of your character, in my opinion. It does. It does. It, look, 
you would prefer that you date somebody without a kid, let's be honest. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, there is sort of a little bit of stigma to it. It's like, ugh. Well, it's just, there's just, it makes a relationship more complicated. So complicated. Jump, yeah, so. and there's this other woman that you have to yeah. be like, you right. know. Right, there's like, a, like the kid Yeah, there's a another mom. person, right. yeah. There's just more people in the equation. And if it's, it's also good, enough. it's also good if you're the bachelor or the bachelorette because you can always use an excuse to get rid of somebody. Totally. You know what I mean? Which is kind of what happened here after he admitted that he cheated on his wife. Okay. And he's then he, proud of it. He, he said was, it like he won like a high school baseball championship. He was like, "I need to tell you this. I haven't, I haven't talked about it to anyone here. I cheated on my ex-wife." <laughs> Silence. She's like waiting for her response, and it's like, okay, you. Everyone's become obsessed with having a narrative. So he decided that his, his was a cheater. But why would you want him to be your narrative? It's, hey, Caitlin, I'm a cheater. We don't know each other that well. In what scenario and from what vantage point does Caitlin, how does that ever work out as a positive for him? Just I've, explain that to me. I have no idea. I, ju- I don't know. I can't. There's no explanation. That was a mistake. Or I just don't. I, I, I just think this guy is just trying to do whatever he can. One of you have a two-year-old together. That's really yeah. bad. And here's the thing. like You know you're not going to win this, so what are you trying to do? You're trying to like get some like some divorcees to make out with you right. at like, small-town bars or whatever? So then like, you're gonna, this, you're, this isn't going to help that either. Now you're just the cheater. Yeah. And like, yeah, it happened, sure. But, it like, might get you an invite to paradise. I think – do we know if we were going to see him in paradise? I don't remember. He would be good. He would just do anything to be on I'm camera. so excited about Me paradise. Too. Me too. Reality Steve is per saying it's three hours a week. Oh my God! Yeah. It should just be a network. Twenty-four hours online, like Big yes. Brother. Yeah, exactly. So here's the last part of this episode. It ended with a suicide attempt. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. It wasn't a real suicide attempt, but they're at the Cliffs of More. Cupcake Chris, the dentist. Did they go back to the Cliffs of More? I don't know. I think this was the end of the group date. Like she kind of like pulled him aside or something. I don't remember. Who knows? Whatever. There's some Lots cliffs. Of cliffs Maybe it's another cliffs. It's yeah. Really beautiful. Like I mean, Killarney. Who knows? It's great. Cliffs it's, all over the place. Yeah, it's great for TV. Okay. Yeah. So and they're by a cliff. They're by a cliff. He basically gets dumped. And there's this one shot, and the boom is in the shot. So you know this is sort of like a behind the scenesy sort of a vibe. And there's this, there's a producer there with her hood on and a winter coat, it's mind cold. you. It's it looks cold. cold. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's probably, a little windy. It probably is windy. Yeah. And, Caitlin uh, looked great, by the way. She was wearing a buffalo plaid, large, oversized scarf. Her hair was in a high ponytail. Loved her look. Good for Caitlin. Great daytime look. And he gets broken up with, and he starts to cry, and he takes two steps towards the edge of the cliff, and the producer, who's like five feet away, like kind of shuffles over really quick just to be like, oh my God, am I about to save this guy's life? Like, is he going to jump? And then he does. And he goes, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I think he just like was so upset he wasn't paying attention how close he was to the ledge. I, I don't know what going, is going through It was scary, that though. What, I don't even want to play out like what happens if he falls. But, like, I'll tell you what happens if he falls. He dies, <laughs> man. But, like, what about the show? <laughs> they can't. Then they don't air the entire season. You can't. Remember what, last season they had the guy who passed away, and that yeah, was a hard. That was nut. off camera, yeah. and they had they they After they the really show. like fumbled that one. That was not good. It was shocking. I mean, there's no real. So there's already been seven episodes of this season. We're almost done. I'm into it though. I am too. The last two episodes have been really good. It's just uncharted waters. I love it. It's also been like the least Chris Harrison we've ever had in a season. Have you noticed that? I think Not par- really. I think part of it is because they've moved the um, rose ceremony. He yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't punctuate the end of every episode now. And there aren't that many rose ceremonies too, which is really his spot to shine. And she hasn't really like gone to him for guidance. There hasn't, really, except for when he was like, "Caitlin, you're a slut." So what do you the rules. think <laughs> their relationship is? Um, I think minimal. I think I asked her about that when she was here, and she was like, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I don't spend that much time with him. Like, you could tell he turned on Juan Pablo. Definitely. He seemed a little stern with her when they had to change up the the format, when they're like, we're doing uh, hometown, we're doing 
exotic dates next. Ex- yeah, yes. Did they tell us where they were going for the exotic dates? I don't know, but... How, like, if you're in Ireland and you're not having to go back... The Ireland's not that far from the U.S. They should just do straight up, like, sex hotels in Tokyo. <laughs> Tokyo sex hotels. Geographically, that's challenging. They're like, we want to tailor this for you, Caitlin. So we, we're gonna, we have a sex hotel in Tokyo. This one's, like, ancient Egypt. We're going to have Sean in that room. We're going to in the space room. That's where we're going to put Sean for Blue Velvet, Ryan. You know, was that Blue Valentine's? Blue Valentine's. Yeah. Yeah. You remember the space room? Sure. Schnozling. Ryan oh, Schnozling. Schnoz. Oh, the Schnoz. I mean, the thing is, spoiler alert, I still think he's going to win. I think so, too. Because of the Snapchat. I guess, you, I guess maybe when she tells him to, to back off, he listens. How many more episodes do we have? Three? Um, ten, ten weeks? Probably makes more sense. Yeah, probably. Well, there's, there's got to be an after the final rose. Yeah, well, there'll be a there's, mental all. There's the exotics, there's the hometowns, and then there's, there's the, the finale. The engagement. But then we're also going to get we're gonna get a, a mental all. Mantel all and then four a more weeks. Yeah, that's exciting. I love the show. And Me then too. we get what? Paradise. Paradise. Para, para, I'm so excited paradise. about Bachelor in Paradise. It's already started, right? We'll get to there in news. But let's do Weird Watches first. Um, I was uh, hungover and was watching the Food Network. And they have like a talk show called The Kitchen. Do you know about it? No. It's like five different Food Network like personalities, and like it's just kind of, Daniel Radcliffe, who plays Harry Potter, was like their guest. It's like the Food Network's attempt to talk show, but it's like a total free for all. It's like it's kind of like it feels like it's like noisy on the set. It's really random. Huh. It's just like, like a loose kind of, vibe. but it doesn't like really work in their favor because it doesn't seem intentional. Like low production value, kind of. Yeah, and they have like lots of different segments, like indoors and outdoors, like a fake outdoor. I think. So it's so it's like the Today Show of the Food Network. Yes, it's kind of like when ESPN did Cold Pizza. Yes, with Kit from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, Who's still got a gig? Like, Kit's like a millionaire. Good for her. I'm not. Yeah. Um, and then, we'll get you there, Juliet. Thank you. And then um, they have five personalities. So it's Sunny Anderson, who has her own show, if you know her. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Zakarian, who's like a restaurateur, like semi controversial. The guy who won Food Network Star from like being the sandwich guy like two years ago. And then two other people who I can't even remember. Oh, Katie Lee, who used to be married to Billy Joel and was the first host of Top Chef, but was replaced by Padma. So basically, it's like total like JV. Yes, this is this is like K-list yeah. Food Network celebrity. Yeah, they can't even get like Giada on this. Yeah, and I just was like, I couldn't. It's like the third season of it. I couldn't believe it's still going on. It just was like I was shocked by it. Just eats truly a lot shocked. of hours. Yeah, is cheap. Cheap. You know what I mean? Like those studio shows don't cost a lot. And like the, the sandwich guy is like readily available. He's probably like, yeah, I'll do. Anything. Yeah, it's probably so, shot in LA. They probably all live there. Yeah. And like someone, you know, someone pitched it as it's going to be our today show. Everything's right. about niche. So this is for moms that only care about food that like need something on in the background while they get the kids ready. Right. Or like someone but trying like, to fall back asleep because after, after a wedding. I think everyone just watches the Today Show or Good Morning America, right? Isn't yeah. that how this works? I mean, I don't watch. I, as you know, I do my DVR in the morning. I know. Morning, I know. So. You've got a very intense mornings. <laughs> in fact, I watched The Real Housewives of New York this yes, morning. Yes. And you're, you have to start working at 6 a.m. on this coast. Yeah. So, you you have know, to be available. By 7.30, I'm like ready for some background noise. For sure. I, um, this isn't so much a weird watch. It's just the show that I love that I want to talk about every yeah. week. Naked and Afraid. Okay. So where were, where were they this week? Um, they were in Guyana, huh. right? It seems like a vacation destination, right? Sure. On or, an island or, in Guyana. Or a place where they'd have the challenge. Here's the thing you learn on this show. Earth sucks. <laughs> 
Like it just sucks. Does it? You like you don't you take civilization for granted. Hmm. You know what I mean? You really take it for granted. Like we are very very comfortable in this room right now. Oh yeah. It is temperature controlled. It's beautiful. It's well lit. Like, There's a couch is, for me to take a nap yeah, on. Yeah, this is great. Sleepy. We've got we've got 4,500 ounces of iced coffee sitting in the other room for we're about to record food news. <laughs> it is so nice to have food readily available. You have no idea. So they're in Guyana. They're by this river. And this is this is a redemption episode. This woman, AK, had been on the show before. Oh, and she had to leave, right? Yes. I remember her. Do you know why you remember her? Because she... she had a very famous quote. What was it? There are bugs all in my vagina. Oh, yeah. She was just like, it was bug bites. It was basically, she's like, I just she... can't stand this. They're eating my vagina a lot. Didn't she I'm live like in the middle of like Colorado or something like that? Yes. I remember she's her. Got, and she's... I recently watched her episode. That's why. Oh, it's good. And yeah. it, but like she has, to, she has to tap out in four days. Yeah. Right? So she comes back, and this is like her redemption episode. Right. The guy that she's with recognizes her. Oh, no. And like, makes the vajayjay reference like at the handshake meeting. I think you kind of have to. Yeah, just to get out of the way. And she mentioned it too. She's like, I don't wanted to know so here's what happens is like she goes up to build a shelter right for some reason she wants to build a secondary shelter because she thinks rain's gonna come and swipe them away or whatever so she's like up in the canopy what you don't realize is like it's not the alligators and the lions and tigers and bears that eat you it's these tiny little bugs and also just like tree sap do you know anything about poisonous tree sap no did you know this was a thing no it's awful like, it's awful. So she's cutting into these, like, trees or whatever with her machete, and then she doesn't know it. But I, th- I also think that she is particularly, like, hypoallergenic. She, she also sounds bad at this. Like, she's not a good survivalist. See, that's the thing is, I don't think it's that. I think it's that she's, like, you know, some people have more allergies, more, like, stronger reactions to, you know, allergens They're than sickly. others. They're sickly, sure. Yeah, it's just, like, that's, there's a spectrum of that in human beings, and she's hypoallergenic. So she ends up covered head to toe in the worst rash you've ever seen. Oh my god! So this is her redemption. She's sitting there on like day three. She get evacuated, head to toe, just covered. No, she kind of like stuck it out. She did the whole yeah. twenty-one days. I think so. I got a little tired at the end of the episode. Huh? That's but my, it was that's like, my problem with making you afraid. By the way, I fall asleep. I just get bored. I, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not buying that. I'm okay. not buying it. It's just not for you. You know what I mean? It's like tomatoes. Like I bet tomatoes are good. They're yeah, it's just not, not for me, me because I get bored. That's I, exactly right. It's not boring to me at all. I love it because there's. I just really want someone to get eaten by it. But they're animal. not going just to. Once. You would know. You would know about it beforehand. It would be a news story, and they wouldn't air it. Like that just wouldn't happen. Can we talk about Naked and Afraid XL? The clip yes. I just showed you. Oh my god, I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering from two things in this life: hot sauce that we ate <laughs> yeah. on last week's food news, and this clip that we watched. Please explain it's it. It's from Naked and Afraid XL. Naked and Afraid XL is going to be the greatest show that's ever hit, happened in the history of reality television. It's not going to be boring because it's going to have interpersonal exactly. drama. Exactly. There'll be a lot of relationships. I'm looking forward to that. There's 12 people. They throw them out. Give me a little relationship. I think they're in Colombia, and they all have to survive together. Not for 21 days, for 40 days. Great. So So this is basically Survivor without voting people off. Yeah. And no clothes. And no food. And no rewards. Way better. And no shelter. No grain. No rice. No stupid challenges. And no Jeff Probst in a blue shirt. But we've got- I missed that. We've got- It's good shirts. They're out hunting, and they find an electric eel. Right? An electric eel. First of all, like... I didn't know those were a freshwater animal. I didn't know those were like a, river. a thing. It's in a, I mean, it's in a river. I thought it was like an ocean It just thing. seems like a mythical, a mythical animal. Right. Like, you mean this animal shoots electricity? Like, come on. Like, that's impossible. Where do they get the electricity? I don't know. Where do they get the electricity? Like, that'll be on our science podcast. Yeah, like, this is stupid, right? So then this guy has the stick. Boom. Like, spikes the electric eel. No problem. Just one shot. He just spears it. But then... I, I thought this. My first thought was... 
aren't the it, current travels through water. water. They can't stand in the water with the electric eel. So then they start getting shocked. Yeah, because they just stab this eel, and that's probably his like nervous reaction. Homeboy grabs the stick and gets like like shocked. This electric eel is electrifying them. Oh my god! So then this other guy, they've got a machete. He goes to stab the electric eel. He cuts the electric eel, and then you can see that he becomes paralyzed I, like, by ugh. the electricity going through his body. So his, he can't move his arm. He's just screaming, going ah ah! The electric eel is moving around in the water. He's got a machete. And he's screaming. It's just nuts. I don't know how his heart didn't stop all that current because it can f- with your your pulse. It's crazy, man. It's uh, like it's real life survivor stuff. Like on the show Survivor, it's like, oh, I know how to like that. I know how to like play rugby and throw a volleyball into a I net and I got some and I got some steak. You know what I mean? But instead, are, these people are like having a battle with with wild animals, electric eels so they can kill them and eat them. I, it was such a, a good it show. It was a shocking shocking clip. Th- nine, a shocking 90 seconds. Such a good show. I'm excited. I'm definitely Google Electric Eel Naked and Afraid XL. And if you watch that clip and then don't watch the show, I don't know I, I don't know if you're human. This some segues into news nicely because there's a lot of new shows coming up that I'm looking forward to. We got July 12th, Naked and Afraid XL. Yep. Next week we got Million Dollar Listing San Francisco. I, will watch I think every listing in San Francisco is a million dollars. Like You can't get totally. a tent in the park for less than a million Absolutely. dollars in San Francisco. And I can't wait to watch it because I hate San Francisco, so I'd love to hate on it. Juliet, I, I don't care. We've spoken about this. It's fine. San Francisco, I'm, I'm all in on the hate. What are you doing? I'm fine with it. I love the Co- Bay Yay. The, in the just, Yay area. I didn't say the whole Bay area. I, lo- I love I like, San Francisco. I've had a lot of fun there. I prefer Berkeley There's some really Oakland. good sneaker stores. Yeah, I sure. like the Golden Gate Park. Okay, go live there. Let me know what you think. Um... But just stop alienating huge swaths of the population. The city of San Francisco has less than a million people, so it's fine. Okay. Just San Jose is bigger. Um, really? Yeah. It's a small city, that's man. Kind of, yeah, but I think it's, that's kind of just like a borough of the Bay Area, though. Okay, you know well, I'm I mean? not saying Bay Area. You are. Okay. I'm saying San Francisco. What about that little wharf area there? You could take a boat to that island out sure, there. Sure, it's nice. Have a couple cocktails. Sure. sure. What's that island called? Sausler, um, Angel Island. It's a good island. Okay, yeah. cool. Right. Anyway, I'm looking forward to those two. And then the big one, Dating Naked. When's it come back? Uh, end of July. Like July 20th. 20- but they made a format change. Yeah, got, they changed it. it. So there's it, uh, one primary couple, Amy Pathraff, still the host, if she's clothed or not, TV. She has to be naked. <laughs> um, and only one primary couple. And each week there's new suitors coming to see if, who they choose. So I'm, I I got to watch the episode premiere to see how this works out. I'm a little dubious, but I love that show so much. I'm so excited. I do think what they're trying... It was truly episodic last time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like every one was a contained beginning, middle, and end. You would never see those people again unless you happen to follow up on your YouTube music videos, which which we may or may not have done. <laughs> may or may not. Who knows? And So you'll never see those people again. So I think what they're trying to do is get some through storylines and create some like threesomes and drama and, and you know, It wasn't broken, though. Do they really need to change it? I don't think it did that well. I think only me and you liked it a lot. Huh. Well, it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> um, speaking of weird things that we do on the internet, I was doing, I was watching the Women's World Cup, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm going to look into Alex Morgan, like I know about her, but not that much. And I somehow found out, fell down the like rabbit hole of her Instagram, where I started looking at her wedding pictures. She got married this past uh, New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. which I think is an absolutely wonderful time to get married. And um, it turns out one of her bridesmaids 
was Kara Keough, Kara Keough, who is the daughter of one of the original housewives in Orange County, Gina. Gina's husband was on the A's, and then her son was like trying to be a professional baseball player. Oh, yeah, player too. I remember her. And her daughter, Kara. The she, baseball guy. Yeah, yeah. She goes to Berkeley. Like, you see them driving up there, and it turned out that her freshman roommate was Alex, Alex Morgan. Morgan. Huh. Isn't that crazy? And then huh. it's, I, I also like, it's funny to me because Kara famously hated, famous relatively hated <laughs> Berkeley because she thought it was like too hippie and like transferred to UCLA but apparently stayed friends with Alex stayed friends with Alex Morgan and so she's like really tight with her it's crazy to me and mm. now Carr is married to a football player and Alex Morgan key assist in the key, semifinal totally key assist in shout the out to her she did miss a bunch of goals so she redeemed herself yeah that's fine good you only have her. to do one good thing in yeah, soccer true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you make one good play it's good like, that's all anyway that's just a little deep dive that I discovered um, this is big news the real world is officially casting Uh, I can't wait for it to come back. On the casting call, it said you had to be available October, November, December. So I think we can expect that show sometime in April. Ooh, that means we're going to be in a warm weather city, right? Interesting. I wouldn't go to, like, Chicago. you know, yeah, Seattle in the winter. Where do you think Miami? They should go back to Miami. That'd be good. Benvenido, Miami. Could we get another Party Texas in the city where thing? the heat is on, like, back to Austin? They've never done Dallas. Do they want to do Dallas? Are you going to alienate more people on this podcast? I'm, Dallas is perfectly fine, except you know, that the restaurants aren't open late enough on Sundays. You know that I love Dallas. That's where Chandler Parsons lives. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Chandler Parsons' house. They can just do it there. He seems open to anything. I'm a Mavs fan. Apparently, Arash called him the greatest recruiter in the NBA today. He's been like working that. hard. Yeah. Deandre, Shout out to Chandy. If Deandre, him and DeAndre Jordan had dinner five nights in a row. That can't be real. I think it's real. That cannot be real. I believe it. I can't. I can't think of the last time I had dinner five nights in a row with my wife. Um, I don't know if I've ever had dinner five nights in a row with anyone. That's, like your parents, maybe when you're a kid. Don't you think like like the fifth night they must have had plans or yeah, something? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think that's ever lot. happened. That's Who a has lot. five consecutive nights available? Like that's just especially crazy. with someone you don't really know that well. Especially like if you don't even live in the same city. They're both just here for like free agency stuff. Mm-mm. It's crazy. Mm-mm. Anyway, I'm um, looking forward to that. That's a good one. Um, more batch news. Remember Marcus, the stripper from Andy's season? Yeah, of course. Not a real stripper, but he happened up, ended up stripping in every single scene yeah. that he was in. And Lacey, I think she was in Mom Pablo's season. They were yeah. in Paradise last year. They mm-hmm. like, kind of like won Paradise. Well, they got married. And apparently Chris Harrison officiated, and it was the first day of Bachelor in Paradise filming. Oh, it was, it was on the show? Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's almost like it was like a good omen for the rest of the season. They don't stay, right? I hope not. Unless they're kind of like the lord and the lady of the manor. So that would be kind of funny. I doubt it, though. I'm so excited for Paradise. I I have I have high hopes. I think Bachelor in Paradise might create more lasting couples than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It might. Well, I love Bachelor in Paradise. You're not really restricted in Paradise. Like, if you like each other, you can just go for it, you know? Like, but it's, is it a different place this year? It's not the same place in Tulum? Somewhere else in Mexico. I didn't love the layout of that place. Well, it was a crappy house. They obviously, yeah. like, we don't know if this is going to yeah, go ex- well. Exactly. So we're not investing very yes. much. It was, and also, it always seemed like, like the like, house was way up on a cliff, and yeah. the beach was not that substantial well, and way down low. That's why they all went down to the beach and got in the water to hook up, because they couldn't film that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good strategy. Um, last piece of news, Brandy Glanville was fired from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she says she's now broke. <sighs> I, this, Did, this, the, the stink on this franchise is starting to, is starting to get depressing. It, like, I'm, it just, I'm, it, I'm done. I'm not watching it. Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of Real Housewives of anything lately. I'm only watching New York. I'm only watching Atlanta. Fair enough. Nene says she's leaving that show. Yeah, but then like a couple days later she said maybe not. You never know. Yeah. It seemed like a public negotiation. Blind but gossip it, seemed to suggest but that. But we're getting to that point where it's like, yeah, I don't really care. I don't You care. know what I mean? It's kind of like, mm, yeah, I, I don't know. care. I know. I don't. I really just Sorry, don't. Sorry, Brandy. 
Uh, non-reality news. Let's check in on some friends. Friends of yours, friends of ours, friends of everyone. Ben and Matt. Yeah, Matt and Ben. Um, so I saw on my Twitter feed this morning, Matt Damon now has a ponytail. Is it a real ponytail or like for a roll ponytail? I think for a roll, but he grew it himself. Okay, here's my question. Can you name a single man in the history of mankind that a ponytail worked for? Like it was, he's better with the ponytail than without. Andre Agassi. The ponytail, though, he, like the the I, the long hair, I would say worked for him, but he looks better without. I don't think there is one. Uh, uh, Thor, maybe like a mythical character. You're talking about I, Zach or real Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Chris, the real real <laughs> Thor. Zach, maybe I kind of like Zach, Zach's ponytail. I, uh, Brad Pitt had a couple of good yeah, ponytails he, he in his day, but he's also Brad, he's Brad Pitt, Pitt, so it's like fair. yeah, you can't use him as an example for anything. Um, it, this does Kelly Olenek does he even he doesn't even do the ponytail. He doesn't though. do the ponytail. There is no such no. thing. Please tweet us, send us something of a, just name a person, a man in the history of mankind that a ponytail like Paul Revere maybe, but I never saw him with short <laughs> hair. Also, great question. I just can't think of one. Make sure that you go to Grantland.com on Monday morning and listen to Food News. We have a very special episode. We're going to be talking about some big changes with some big chains, and we're going to be tasting something that Juliet is very excited about. Iced coffee. Grocery store iced coffee. Yeah. Like pre-canned iced coffee. We're basically going to crown the champion of pre-packaged iced coffee. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Happy Fourth of July. Enjoy it. Enjoy it just as much as Caitlin Bristow would. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.